This is Arvette McLean and Diana Wright of Speak, The Universe Listens. We love inspiring and providing the tools needed to be your best selves, to live your best lives, and to easily create abundance in your relationships, finances, and health. Today's topic is the brain of the heart. So Arvette, how are our brains and our hearts connected? Can you talk a little bit about that? Oh, yes. I can talk a very little. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you can I talk a lot. But yeah, so um, there are some things we just know intuitively, right? Mm-hmm. But in the past, I'm going to say decade, a lot of things that we know intuitively about the brain and the heart are being proven um, scientifically. And one of the places that has done a lot of work with the heart and brain um, research is a place called HeartMath. Um, HeartMath? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so it's, it's so fascinating. So if you ever want to look mm-hmm. it up and learn more about it, that would be terrific. But what I wanted to talk about a little bit today is how they have determined that the real center of us is the heart. And a lot of times we think that the brain is what does call all the plays. Yeah. But really, they're finding that it's the heart. And so the brain and the heart communicate with each other. There's a, there's a two-way channel where the heart talks to the brain and the brain talks to the heart. However, it's mostly the heart talking to the brain and very little of the brain talking to the heart. So it's almost like the heart is calling the shots hmm. and it's telling the brain what to do. Um, so if it, the heart is our feeling center, so the heart is what communicates basically not just to the brain, but it's what communicates to the universe and the rest of the world too. Um, and so a lot of times when we have these discussions, I'll talk about the importance of not just thinking about what you want, but feeling it Mm -hmm. and that the feeling is the communication avenue for communicating with the universe what it is that you want and so this is more on the scientific side of it that is really the heart that's 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 causing the feeling or that's allowing you to feel and that is what's radiating out to the rest of the world so let's say for example if um you're in a fight or flight situation um, you'll feel, maybe feel afraid, mm-hmm. you know, or you may, you know, feel like you got to defend yourself or whatever the situation is. But the heart, you feel that in your heart. Yeah. Like, that's where the communication center is. And then it sends that information to your brain, like something isn't okay. And then your brain will create all the chemicals that's and necessary you to react. Right, for you to react. Um, and so the thing about us as humans we tend to find reasons to be in that state a lot, like the fight or flight. <laughs> you know, we kind of get there and we stay there. Mm-hmm. Um, we find ways, reasons, there's all kinds of reasons around us for us to be stressed. Um, and I was just talking to one of my girlfriends and she was saying, I said I was going to stay off of social media. And um, I think she was talking in particular maybe about Donald Trump. I'm not sure. Okay. But she was like, this stuff, it you know, sends me my, my stress levels up just listening to it. 
And so I'm like, well, you know, I don't listen to any of that stuff. And so she was like, well, I don't think that's the right answer. Like, I don't think um, not knowing what's going on in the world is the answer. Like, there's a way I need to know what's going on without being stressed. And so I'm like, well, even if I know what's going on, I'm not going to do anything positive about it. Right? I'm not going to run down to D.C. and <laughs> kick nobody's butt. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to write a letter. I'm, I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to just be stressed. But from a place of not knowing what's going on, then I'm able to offer wonderful energy to the situation. So at least I feel like I'm doing something versus adding the negative energy to the situation. But I think I have detoured. But the point that I was trying to make is that we find all kinds of ways to be stressed and we have that energy just sitting there and we're um, producing all these hormones and chemicals in, in our bodies that just aren't all that terrific for us. But at the same time, we might be thinking positive thoughts like, um, you know, I'm at a healthy weight. <laughs> you know, that might be your positive thinking for them at a healthy weight. While at the same time, you're pumping all these negative <laughs> chemicals because you're stressed. <laughs> right. Right. So um, one of the things that is an easy thing to do that heart math and other places are finding is that you can bring your brain and your heart into synchronicity. So a lot of times when we talk about finding that place of calmness, we think about in terms of meditation, mm -hmm. um, going to a quiet place, closing your eyes, you know, whatever, <laughs> how you meditate. And, you know, of course, that's totally terrific. But um, some of the research is now saying that you don't even have to do all of that in order to bring your heart and brain into a synchronized position. So that's very interesting because like you said in the beginning, you know, which was always my thought at first that your brain tells, you know, tells your body how to feel, it's your thought process, it's all of that, and then your body reacts mm -hmm. to that. Mm -hmm. And um, I was writing something just today and I didn't read anything, but it's just something that kind of came to me when I was um, thinking of some things where your heart really is the core of who you are mm -hmm. is your spirit it's it's me my heart is me you see certain things maybe on the outside but is my heart of who is who i am mm -hmm. and when my heart feels a certain way i react a certain way yes it has those emotions but then i feel also better you know mentally when my heart is okay mm -hmm. so a journey that i am on now and have been on for the past maybe five or six weeks you know getting you know my health in check and my weight in check and but my heart is in it i always just say i'm gonna do this but i never would um stick to it because my heart wasn't in it mm -hmm. so my heart is in it now so i see it differently i feel differently about it my brain is different so i almost feel like now i'm addicted to it because mm -hmm. when i wake up in the morning this is the first thing i'm thinking about i go to sleep thinking about well i want to get up at this time because i'm going to do this and i'm going to do that and when i don't do it it's like something is missing mm -hmm. but my heart is in it. So I get what you're saying um, with the fact that it's your heart that drives it, you know, and pumping that energy or whatever that is up to your brain, 
you know, and then it trickles down because it's there for me. Right. And I think I don't want to confuse the topic because your thought does determine how you feel. Mm -hmm. Right. So that is a way that the brain right. is communicating with the heart. But the heart is the thing that feels what it is that you're feeling. Mm -hmm. And it is the thing that radiates out. So your, your electromagnetic field radiates from your heart outward. So it's not radiating from your brain. I mean, a little bit, but not as much as from your heart. So um, your feel, the field that radiates around you is coming from your heart. Um, so when, if someone can step into your presence and they'll be like, what's wrong? Mm -hmm. Like they can just feel it. They're feeling what's going on in your heart. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I found it interesting. Um, I just recently found out or recognized that our heart is actually the first organ that develops when we're in fetus stage. Which, I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was interesting. Like, okay, so the heart. And um, like you just say that you felt like that's the soul of who you are is in your heart. And really, it's once your heart develops, that's when you really decided that you're a person you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and so it's almost like that's when the spirit has come into you that's when your soul has entered you is when your heart it develops. develops and you know it almost sounds funny to me when i talk about the heart as an organ but i'm also talking about the heart as your passion and in some senses we want to separate that out like okay we're talking about an organ that beats blood <laughs> You know, but really it is your feeling sensation, your feeling center, and it is like the brain of who you are. Mm -hmm. And so it is where your passion is, and it is where you feel it. You feel it right there in your chest area. And, you know, for hundreds of years, we would pretty much uh, separate the two, like the passion from the organ. Like that's two different things. But it actually is. It's one. It is mm -hmm. one and the same. Because when you... When you have when you have fear or you have anger or you have hurt or whatever, you feel it right here mm -hmm. and you feel it first, mm -hmm. you know, and then everything else plays off of that. Right. So you mentioned about, you know, synchronizing your heart and mind and it's easy to do. How do you do that? Okay, so this is based on the research. Okay. Um, that's, like I said, maybe like the past decade or hmm. maybe maybe 15 years um, has been around. But basically, to synchronize the two is the first thing you would have to do is move your awareness from your brain to your heart. So it's like becoming aware that my heart is present. And a lot of times it's easy to do just by pointing to your heart. Just... Oh, yeah, you okay. just recognize that it's there. Um, so that's the first thing. Then the second thing would be to slow your breathing. So slowing your breathing sends a message to your entire body that I'm okay. Right? So you feel if you're breathing slowly, then obviously you're not trying to run away from anything. You know, <laughs> you're not stressed or mm -hmm. that type of thing. So just slow your breathing so that you know, you're in that state of, I'm okay. And then the third thing to do is to feel like appreciation, feel um, compassion, feel care, or feel gratitude. Like those are like the high 
level feelings. And so if you can feel any of those feelings, like really manufacture those feelings and just right now, just, you know, while you're thinking about your heart and while you're breathing slowly and then feel gratitude or appreciation or care or um, compassion. Mm-hmm. So those are the four. Um, and, and that's it. That brings you right into synchronicity. Your brain and your heart will be synchronized. And so then once that happens, the field is open for you to drop your pebbles in that. So whether it's now you want to heal something or mm-hmm. heal your body, then from that space, you will start seeing yourself as whole and healthy and, mm-hmm. you know, heal that type of thing. Or if it's, you know, being at a healthy weight, then you see yourself in that, in healthy that weight. space. Exactly. Okay. And so, and of course, you want to see it, you want to feel it. And what happens is your body um, will be triggered to stop creating the chemicals that's necessary to produce exactly what it is that you're visualizing. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so yes, definitely, if you get a chance, well, make it your business to um, look up some of the research on Mm -hmm. the heart and brain and how you don't have to wait until you're able to get into a quiet room to meditate. You can actually bring your heart and brain into synchronicity at any time, anytime, yeah. anywhere. And then mm-hmm. just deposit those little nuggets in and it'll be like putting, you know, a stone into a pond and you'll just have a ripple, ripple effect. effect. So you talked about, you know, um, having the emotions of compassion and gratitude. So what about love? That wasn't pretty much in there. So Yeah, that, that was interesting. That was the same question I had as well. Um, however, the answer that they say, the reason why love is not one of the words is because people think of love differently. Mm-hmm. Some people, when they think of love, they think of pain you know, or hurt or something like that. And so that's not, because it's not a comp, the word doesn't mean the same thing to everyone. Everybody, okay. Then that's why. Okay. However, the, everything falls under the umbrella of love, like compassion and gratitude and um, care Mm -hmm. and appreciation. So that kind of falls under the umbrella of love. Okay. So I think I just want to sum this up with a story that I heard um, by uh, this guy that you should also look up. His name is Greg, Greg Braden. Okay. Mm -hmm. And he's just so fascinating. Um, But he told a story about one of his friends and um, his friend is actually a Native American, but he calls him David um, that lives in Colorado where he was living. And they were going through this terrible, terrible drought. And they were at risk of losing, like, their farm animals, like, across this area of Colorado. And, yeah, it was just really bad. I think they said it was the worst drought in at least 100 years. Wow, okay. And so his Native American friend called him and said, hey, I'm going to go, I don't know his exact words, but basically, do you want to go with me to um, make it rain? (laughs) You know? (laughs) So he's like, yeah. So they go to this remote place um, where the Native Americans had, I guess, created a 
I'm just calling an altar, but that's not what they would call it. But they created a space where they go and they do things like make it rain. And so the Native American guy, David, he took off his shoes and he stood at this place and he put his hands together like in the similar way that you would put your hands together to pray. Mm-hmm. Um, and he kind of put his thumb to his heart area and he turned his back to Greg Braden and then within a few seconds he turned back around and was like oh you ready to go eat (laughs) (laughs) so Greg is like what yeah I want to eat but you know did you pray for the rain (laughs) right and so the guy was like well no um first of all if I pray for rain then it would not rain he was like because when you pray for something you're acknowledging that it does not exist and so that's the opposite of what you want to do. He's like, so what I did do was I envisioned, I saw myself in the rain. I could smell the smells mm-hmm. that I would smell if it was raining. I could see how the water looked on the walls of, of the village, the um, buildings in the village. I felt my feet in the mud. Mm-hmm. And basically he had this whole experience as if it were really right. raining. And so, but if you look at what he did, when he, he quieted himself and he touched his heart and then he envisioned all the things. So most likely he did do exactly that, which was synchronize his heart and his mind. And then he placed in it that, that pebble of what he wanted to see happen. And Greg was like, you know, they went on down back to town and had something to eat. And while they were out eating, the skies just opened up and it just poured rain. Yeah. And so, but it, apparently it rained and it rained and it rained like to the point of almost flooding. And so Greg was like, um, can you stop this? (laughs) (laughs) And the guy was like, well, see, that was the thing. We never figured out how to make it stop. We know how to ask for it to happen, but, But at any rate, again, um, I like the research on um, the heart and brain. And if you get a chance, Mm -hmm. make sure you check that out. And just really think about times throughout the day, periodically, when you can take the time to synchronize your heart and your brain, just just recognizing your heart, maybe just touch it, uh, slow your breathing down so that you can feel comfortable and... um, carefree so to speak (laughs) and then you want to feel really feel one of those emotions like compassion care um gratitude or appreciation and just feel it and then from that space drop in whatever it is that you wish to achieve whether it's health or wealth or whatever Mm -hmm. watch those ripples you know just flow Mm -hmm. okay interesting stuff yeah So until next time, this is our vet. This is Diana. Bye. And by the way, I have a free gift for you. Check out my website at www.arvetmclean.com. That's A-R-V as in Victor, A-T-M-C-C-L-A-I-N-E.com for your free gift and to find more goodies to help you create the life that you would absolutely love.